Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And iTunes, pretty loyalty. And of course, chickyjaguar.us is where our app is located. Go get it. ChickyJaguar.us. Find us. Go over there. Say hello to us. Say hello. Hello. And um, is that it on that? Yes, it is. It is on that. It is on that, as they say. I don't know what that is. I don't know what is is, as they say. I don't know. We're going to call the great Dan Pila here in a minute. Fantastic Dan Pila. Dan Pila. There he is. The big star. Star stage and screen, Dan Pila. Uh, I'm going to call him at 10.30. And uh, we're going to call him at 10.30. We're going to get Dan Pila in here. Dan Pila. Dan Pila. Big star. Big star Dan Pila. Dan Pila. It's actually Dan Pila. Winning publications tax help online. This is Josh. How may I help you? Hello. Look and speak to Dan Pila, please, for his radio interview. Ah, sure. Hang on just one second. Thank you. I love their hold music. That's some kick-ass hold music. There it is. He's got like this empire. Got an empire over there. Okay, I'm going to give you his direct line really quick and then call that one, okay? Not a problem, not a problem. It is 651. Okay. 439. Three nine six five, correct? There you go. Thank you. Alright, have a good day. Oh. Did he hang up on us? He did. He did. He did, he hung up on us. Dan Pila. Dan Pila. Dan Pila. Dan. There's Dan. How are you? It's James Lowe with KJ Radio. How are you? I'm well, James. How are you? Pretty good, actually. I wanted to get Dan Pila in here on our big broadcast here on iHeartRadio. We have him for a short time, so we're going to go ahead and move along as quick as possible here. Uh, Dan Pila is with us today. He's got 15 books, the latest being How to Win Your Tax Audit. He is uh, absolutely amazing. Been on our broadcast before here on iHeartRadio and AMFM, 247.com. And uh, he is just an amazing author. It's been said that you know more about the IRS than the IRS commissioner. Give us your take on this. 
Well, I, that's, uh, that certainly could be true. I, we, you know, IRS commissioners are political appointments for the most part. Uh, some of them come out of the IRS. A lot of them don't. And so, uh, you know, depending on what their background is, that certainly is a, uh, could be a true statement. The fact is uh, that I've spent the last, you know, 37, 38 years or so as a tax litigation consultant dealing specifically with people that have IRS uh, problems and, and enforcement problems of some kind, uh, audits, appeals, collection cases, that sort thing and in that period of time I've seen every kind of tax case you can imagine so you know I've got a great deal of experience dealing with these people there's no question about that 15 books uh, what brought you to writing your uh, your latest book here well the latest book is uh, is, is actually a uh, a uh, um, sort of an evolution of a number of things that I've written over the last 25 years. And so How to Win Your Tax Audit is based on all of the strategies that I've developed for dealing dealing with audits, you know, over this long period of time that I've been doing this work. Um, it's, it's a book that's fundamentally necessary because there's so many people that go through tax audits. You know, when, when we're talking about face-to-face -face audits, and that's typically what people think of. When we talk about face-to-face -face audits, you know, there's a, there's a plus or minus two million audits a year that go on. Um, a lot of small businesses are, are, are targeted for audits. And, um, of course, a lot of individuals are targeted for audits, but that two million number is misleading because a lot of the audits that go on are so-called correspondence audits where the IRS will mail you a letter and say, you know, prove this or prove that. And uh, people don't think of those as audits, but that's exactly what they are, and there's tens of millions of those every year. And so people just need to know how to deal with these things because, you know, the IRS just doesn't tell you. The IRS just doesn't tell you what your rights are. We've got Dan Pillow with us today. He joins us live here on iHeartRadio, AMFM247.com. Now, when you put your uh, first book out there, tell me a little bit about the writing process and uh, uh, has it changed over the, uh, the 15 books? Well, the writing process is is is, uh, is more or less the same as it's always been. You know, I start with a topic, uh, you know, a general broad topic. For example, uh, my book, How to Get Tax Amnesty, is is my bestseller. That's the book that's uh, that that's helped more people than any other tax book that's ever been uh, offered to American taxpayers. That book deals with uh, dealing with collection problems, wage levies, bank levies, tax liens, property seizures, that sort of thing. So it's a very very helpful book, and and you know the. the the process of writing that book is is, is is essentially the same for everyone, and that is I start with this idea, what does a taxpayer need to know who's dealing with this situation? What does a citizen need to know who's dealing with uh, you know a tax lien, for example? And I take you from the bottom rung of the ladder, step by step up the ladder all the way to the top. I write these books to people who don't know anything about the tax laws or the IRS. So I don't assume that you know anything. I assume that you're completely ignorant of this stuff, because most people are, frankly. They know what their tax returns are, but they don't know anything about the process. And so I take you step by step through the process so that by the time you're done, you know everything you need to know to deal with the issue. It's amazing. It's Dan Pilla. He's with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. I was talking with our uh, with our mutual friend Erwin Zucker the other day, the, the great Erwin, and uh, he told me that he got audited one time by the IRS, and they uh, sat down with him. I think it was like for like five hours, and finally they discovered that he owed them $38, and they said, well, because we've spent all this time, we'll just uh, waive all that. <laughs> 
Um. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and that's certainly possible. But I've, you know, I've heard the other side of the coin as well. You know, where somebody sits down with the IRS for five hours and uh, they owe thirty-eight dollars, and the auditor says, you know, there's no way I can close this case out for thirty-eight dollars, having to, having spent five hours. I need to get three hundred dollars, or four hundred, or five hundred dollars. I mean, we hear that all the time too. <clears throat> That's amazing. It's Dan Pillow with us today. Fifteen books, latest being How to Win Your Tax Audit. He's with us today here in our big broadcast. And uh, and Dan, with your books, um, you you want folks to basically realize that they've they've got the power when it comes to fighting the IRS. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. There's no question about it. Listen, taxpayers have rights. When you're dealing with the IRS, you have rights. In fact, Congress just passed another. This is the fourth one now. Taxpayer Bill of Rights Act that specifically lays out, you know, different elements of what you can do when you're dealing with the IRS. And and the problem that people have is they don't think that they can say no to the IRS or they don't think that they've got any authority to stand up to the IRS. You know, let's talk about this audit thing for just a second. Of the millions of people that go through tax audits, about 88% of the people that go through a tax audit end up owing more money to the IRS. But what, 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 what they don't know is that according to the IRS's own statistics, the tax audit results are wrong between 60 to 90% of the time. And so if 88 people, 88% of the people end up owing more money, but, they're, but the IRS is wrong 60 to 90% of the time, what does that tell you? It tells you you have to challenge their decisions because when you do challenge the decisions, you're going to win your case most of the time. And that's what experience and statistics bear out over and over and over again. But you have to know how to do it. It's Dan Pella. He joins us today here in our broadcast, and uh, you've written a lot of books. Um, I one of the things that that you talk about, and I've talked about on this program many times in the past, is the IRS cannot call you on the phone. Why do we see more of this on? Uh, I'm, I'm I'm seeing a lot more of this on television. I'm seeing a lot more of this on social media. Folks being told, you know, that they get these calls from the IRS allegedly, and uh, being told they owe all this money, uh, and people some. Sometimes people are falling victim. Sometimes they're not. Uh, I've recently seen a lot of people. Well, on well yeah, the, the, people are getting victimized by this on a regular basis. But let's let, let, let's clarify here something, James. First of all, it's it's not true that the IRS cannot call you on the phone. If oh, okay. you've got an ongoing audit. Uh, with the IRS, you've got an ongoing situation where you're dealing with an audit or a collection situation. It's not unusual for the individual person that you're dealing with to call you on the telephone and ask you for this document or that document. But that is after a relationship is established. What is not true is that the it, it is absolutely not true that the IRS will call you in the first instance to tell you about a problem that you have. In other words, if your very first contact ever with the IRS is a phone call that says you owe $2,500 and you better pay it or we're going to send the sheriff out to arrest you, that's an absolute 100% guaranteed scam. All right, because before the IRS is going to ask for any money, they're going to they're going to do an audit situation, and then you're going to have an opportunity to appeal. And even if you don't do do your appeal, they're going to send you a collection notice. And there's a series of letters that they send out before there's any personal contact whatsoever. And in a $2,500 situation, James, I would suggest to you that the IRS would never make the phone call because what they would do if you really owed the money, first of all, they're not going to send a sheriff out to arrest 
trust you. That's just pure nonsense. What they would do is they would send their case through what they call their automated collection program. And what that means is they just simply wage, issue wage levies and bank levies through an automated process. That's how they collect the money. They don't call you on the phone and threaten to put you in jail if you don't use a credit card to pay now. That's just a scam. Now, I've noticed a lot of folks are starting to fight back with this. Um, why, why is this becoming more, more frequent, uh, folks knowing about all this? Well, it's becoming more frequent because these scams are, are so prevalent. You know, we got these IRS impersonation scams everywhere. And I'll tell you, James, I think that's part of it's going to get worse. And the reason I say that is because uh, effective uh, April of this year, what, just a couple of months ago now, uh, the IRS will begin using private debt collectors to to collect certain tax liabilities. And so what's going to happen is people are going to be contacted by private debt collectors representing to the taxpayer that they are acting on behalf of the Internal Revenue Service and the United States Treasury to collect the debt. And, and that's legitimate. There are legitimate private debt collectors now being used. But again, I want to emphasize this. Before that there, before there's going to be any contact by a private debt collector, the IRS will send you a letter that tells you your case is being turned over to a private debt collector, and then they will send you a second letter telling you who that debt collector is. So under no circumstances, James, will a, will a citizen be contacted in the first instance over the phone by a legitimate debt collection agency. And so if, you are, if your first contact is telephone, then it's a scam. Guaranteed. We've got a uh, great guest with us here on our big broadcast, coast to coast, border to border. Dan Pilla joins us, and Dan, uh, I know that we've uh, we've only got a short amount of time here before before you've got to go. Um, what? Give us some advice here, uh, the most important advice dealing with the IRS as we go, my friend. Well, yeah, the most, I think the single most important thing we need to know when you're dealing with the IRS is the burden of proof is on the taxpayer, James. You know, and pe pe this is what trips people up. You know, they, they just don't understand what they have to do to keep the IRS from, from you know, claiming more taxes or, or, or collecting more money from them. The, the IRS almost never has to prove you made a mistake. You always have to prove you did it right. And so particularly in an audit situation, if the IRS is challenging your business expenses, your charitable contributions, your mileage, whatever they're looking at, James, yes. you have the affirmative duty to prove that the claim is correct. They don't have to prove that it's wrong. And so that means you've got to have the proper documentation the proper records and so forth to establish the legitimacy of your particular deduction. That is the key. If you're in a collection situation and the IRS is trying to get money from you and, and you're trying to establish that collection would cause a hardship, your responsibility is to prove what your income and your living expenses are so that they can see that any enforcement action would cause a hardship. These are the things that I emphasize in my books, how to win your tax audit and how to get tax amnesty is exactly how to prove your case to the IRS because that is where the rubber meets the road. Well, Dan, I appreciate it. I know that we've got we've to let you go, but we will definitely be in touch. Thank you, my friend. Hey, thanks for having me, James. Appreciate it. Dan Pillow with us today. He joins us live here on Skype Audio, uh, coast to coast, border to border on the tune-in. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.